Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1875. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah! Today I'm in Chicago, Illinois, with a very special guest by the name of Joe Sherbondi. Hey, Joe, welcome to Cars Yeah! Do you have it in gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? I am ready to release the clutch, and thank you for having me, Mark. You're welcome. We're going to have some fun today talking about radar technology, radar detectors, something those of us who love fast cars uh, are very familiar with. But before I give you a proper introduction and we dive into your brand and what you do, what's one thing that most people don't know about you, Joe? I used to be a physicist. Whoa. Okay. We got a smarty, <laughs> a smarty pants in the house here today. A physicist. Really? Interesting. Now, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tell me more about that. I worked in uh, microchips uh, for about 11 years mm -hmm. and, um, uh, you know, basically had a great time doing it. And uh, at one point was designing, uh, if you will, doing research for some of the materials that went into, uh, this is going back quite a ways, Mark, but mm -hmm. about 30 years ago, um, uh, working on the materials that, that are now in today's fighter jets. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. Well, you think about the technologies that are in things like radar detectors, automobiles um, that come from either military applications or racing applications and then find their way to trickle down to mainstream because of cost effectiveness, I guess, if you will, producing more than just a few for some fighter jets versus tens of thousands of millions. <laughs> so you can we can afford this cool stuff. And you think about all the technology that we take for granted today that really came from the military industry and race car yeah. industry. It's it's pretty cool. So your roots go go way, way back. So uh and fighter jets. Who doesn't love a fighter jet? I mean, those things are like the ultimate <laughs> race car, right? Yeah, exactly. Who, who doesn't like to go fast? <laughs> yeah. I mean every time those things fly by, I just I'm in awe. And not only the technology, but the people that, that fly them and what you have to learn. I have several friends who are pilots and came from military and the kind of training those guys do and what they have to think about and how fast they have to react. And it's just amazing. Really smart people. Very cool. Yeah, very fun. Well, let me give you a proper introduction. We're going to dive into the, the cool technology that you're involved with today. Joe Sherbondi is the product director in radar category at Cedar Electronics, where they produce the best-selling detectors on the market. Their brands include Escort Max 360 and Redline 360. Joe knows the ins and outs of the radar detector market. He began his career in engineering in the microchip industry, working for a manufacturer of test and measurement equipment, eventually running sales teams in different parts of the globe. Prior to that, he was the 12-volt sales team selling to independent installers, including audio shops and car detailers, and car dealer dealers, as I should say, covering different regions of the United States. Joe managed marketing campaigns supporting Napa Automotive Parts with car dealerships and spent almost seven years with Sears Automotive. Boy, I bought a lot of Sears diehard batteries from those guys. Amen. Yeah, serving in a number of positions. We'll be back in just a minute to learn more about radars and Joe, but first, you'll work from our sponsors so give them a little love and we'll be right back and watch your speed <laughs> okay 
Summer's here, thank goodness, and that means long, hot days. Covercraft's UVS custom sunscreens are quality made and are incredibly fast and easy to use. Your UVS sunscreen is custom tailored for your vehicle. And the accordion design ensures easy storage. Not only do they protect your dash and interior for maximum protection while parking in the sun, sunscreens keep your vehicle's interior significantly cooler. They're durable and dependable for years of use. I have one for all my vehicles and I use them every time I park my car when I'm not going to put the cover on. You can choose from a variety of colors, including the original, their Premier Series, and Carhartt designs. Your sunscreen is manufactured with the quality and attention to detail that's been the standard for Covercraft since 1965. And they make really great gifts, too. Get your summer deal today if you use the code yeah 21 Y-E-A-H-21, at Covercraft.com. You'll get 10% off your Covercraft order. That's right. 10% off compliments of cars, yeah. Simply use the code yeah 21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. Get your own custom sunscreen today. I was talking with a buddy of mine the other day and he asked me about American Collectors Insurance. He said, while I listen to you on Cars Yeah, you're always talking about agreed value collector car insurance. Well, I insure all my cars on my regular auto insurance policy, and I've done it for years. Why use a different company for my collector cars? I get a multi-car discount. Isn't that good enough? I suggested he call his carrier and ask how much he would get if his collector car was totaled or stolen. He called back and said, boy, that was a scary conversation. Their value of my car wasn't even close to what it's really worth. Thank you for the education, Mark. So don't just hope for a fair claim settlement. Be certain and know exactly what you receive with an agreed value policy. American Collectors Insurance has been protecting enthusiasts since 1976. Give them a call today for your personal agreed value quote at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866 866- 224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of Mark Green's at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance, classic car insurance, designed by collectors for collectors, automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. They're the ones that insure my car. That's American Collectors Insurance. All right, Joe, we're back. So let's dive a little deeper into the corner, but let's do it safely. And of course, with the protection that some radar detectors and things give us, let's talk a little bit about Cedar Electronics, what the company's all about. And then I've got some specific questions for you about radar detectors. So let's first dive into what you guys do. And then I'm going to ask you some questions to get kind of dive a little deeper into this, because for those of us who have a heavy right foot, guilty as charged uh radar detectors are a good way to remind us to lift and be a little bit more careful and keep that speed maybe just on the track and not on the streets these days so tell us more about cedar electronics so cedar electronics is a consumer electronics company that uh, we do mostly automotive uh, electronics and we have the two different brands that you uh, covered earlier. So we have Cobra and Escort. Mm-hmm. Our Escort uh, product lines include mostly radar detectors and some dash cameras uh, specific to connecting to our radar detectors. Mm. And on the Cobra side, we actually have a, a fuller product line of dash cameras, power products such as uh, battery chargers, inverters, CB radios, marine radios. So we've got a pretty extensive uh, product line on the on the Cobra side. Oh, very cool. Well, you know, dash cameras have become quite a thing. 
Yeah. This day and age with uh, so many people in it being inattentive drivers, let's say with their, you know, their phones in their hands and things and accidents and so forth. And just a way to protect the consumer when you're driving, if something should happen to you, so you've got a record of it. And they're becoming so mainstream. My next door neighbor has a Ford Raptor and has one in his car. And a couple of times he's been able to use that to, to help protect himself, people that backed into his vehicle or did something in front of him that they shouldn't have and could lead to something. Thing. But let's focus on radar detectors first here, because radar detectors have been around for a long time, and there's a little bit, I think, maybe a lot, maybe it's not so much nowadays, a misnomer about radar detectors. Oh, those are just people that want to speed and get away with it. <laughs> maybe that was, or maybe it still is for some, but I've had radar detectors over the years, and I always thought they were a safety device in my mind. Now, I used to drive a little faster than I do now, maybe because I'm more mature. That might be the, the reason. Uh, maybe I've gotten a little smarter. I sure hope so. But to me, they're a nice way to remind you, you know what, you're going a little too fast because cars have become so good and so insulating yeah. that you sometimes don't realize, especially in a high-performance car, because they're quiet, how fast you're going. So let's talk about your background in radar detectors and automotive technology. Kind of tie that into what you guys are doing and how far they've come forward. Yeah, so that you, you raised a couple great points in that. And you know, when I when I bought my most recent car, I got in that thing and I don't even think I realized I was doing eighty because yeah. it just felt so comfortable out there. What's really nice about the products that we have, we connect through our app, Escort Live and Drive Smarter to the devices. And you've got actually what's called a layered alert system. So you referred to safety and, and you could view these in multiple different ways. But if you're the type of person you say, hey, look, uh, I'm not looking to, to go too crazy out there as, as, as a lead foot by any means, but maybe you like to do 10 miles per hour over the speed limit, 10 or 15. What I, what I like to call kind of honest speeding out on the highway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, yes, what's, officer. what's nice about these is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> With these connected devices that we have now, you actually can alert yourself how much you're going over the speed limit. Mm. And that's 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 a nice feature in like you it's like you know you could be distracted talking on the cell phone with you know with a friend and you don't even realize that you're going over the speed limit at that point in time and so we, we you get that that audio alert. Yeah. Uh, that's just a nice reminder that you know what you're doing. You know whether or not you're you're intentionally doing it or or accidentally it's you get that you can get that alert. So that alert is built into a radar detector so not only is it alerting you when somebody might be tagging you a highway patrol or somebody or you go into a part of town where they have a photo camera or something and they up oh, better slow down you're you, you know they've changed you're not in a 50 zone anymore now you're in a 35 or a 25, but it can also alert you just when you exceed that that speed limit. That is it a preset type thing? It, there are multiple settings that we have that you can determine what you want those uh, values to be, so to speak. Okay. You know, so if you say, "Hey, remind me when I'm 10 miles over 15," or "Don't remind me at all," you can set that. And then uh, by being connected through the app, the app actually ha- through GPS knows what the posted speed limit is. So you actually have both your actual speed on the radar detector. And if you're connected through the Bluetooth setting to the app, you know what the posted speed limit is too relative to that. Okay. You know, my wife, we had to take her car in for a repair recently and it's a 04 BMW X5 we bought new. So we've had it for a long time. Oh, nice. 
great car, but you know, it's, it's got 140,000 miles. Uh, a few things need to be done. And they gave her, <laughs> the, you know, it, it's just cause it, it's all, it's an older car. So regular maintenance, but the, I think the seat had uh, overheated or something. They had to replace the, the seat heating system. And so they gave her a new BMW X5. And one of the things that was kind of interesting on that car was a heads up display that actually, as you went into different speed zones, it flashed on the windshield if you were exceeding the speed limit. I live in a small town where the speed limits are all super low, 25. Okay. And it, they're almost ridiculously low, but they're, they'll are they they'll tag you if you're 10 miles over driving through town. Yeah. And it had an audio, audible warning too. And it was kind of irritating because I wasn't used to it, but I kind of liked it because like, oh, okay, slow down. You just came into an area where the speed limits are slower. So it's really a great safety feature. And again, as distracted as we are the as we are these days being able to talk bluetooth on your phone or you're thinking about life or the kids are yelling in the back seat whatever might be going on in your life uh, i think it's cool but i didn't realize that your devices now have that built into them as well so far and beyond just being a radar detector yeah yeah it's uh there's there's a lot of aspects here between the product itself, if you will, and integrating in the app that really, you know, as I mentioned, kind of add layers for you. With our app, if you will, we also have connected alerts. So imagine all these radar detectors out across America, whether they're Cobra Escort, and they're reporting up into the cloud. And so you're actually getting advanced notification through the device of potential threats up ahead. It's so, cool. you know, there's a lot of different facets. Yeah. Yeah. Why wait to actually see it? You know what I mean? That's why I tell people, hey, if you can get the advanced alert, you know, and you know something's two miles down the road, you're you're going to change your driving behavior. In oh, sure. Of that. Yeah. And, and why wait till you get the alert in your rearview mirror that is a flashing blue light? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's the alert you don't want to get. <laughs> that's exactly right. In your mind, what are some of the must-have features of a radar detector? You know, I would say the first uh, feature that, that is good is um, the ability to update the software that goes onto these that that keeps you current ah. so whether it's through a usb connection or in many of our devices now we we have wi-fi available so that you can update right from the car yeah being able to you know do do firmware software updates is is a certainly a key piece i love having it connected with the app because you know some people may want to get those additional alerts that I just talked about. And the nice thing is you don't even have to have the, the screen active on your phone. Once you're paired with the device, all the reporting actually goes up to the device. Wow. So that connectivity is, I, I think, uh, an added benefit. And then, you know, you've got your your classic features that you have out there, right? The the range and the sensitivity, if you will, of the, the device or, um, you know, what's big today, as you know, with, with a lot of vehicles is you've got a collision avoidance uh, systems, um, you know, blind spot monitoring, God knows what else. I mean, there's just a lot of new technologies on, on cars that, right. that implement radar. And um, so filtering around that is a big piece. Okay. Now, when we say the word radar detector, when I think back to when I was in college and, and decades ago, basic <laughs> basic radar, but then things started to come out like laser, and then they started using other microwave or who knows what they were using. <laughs> when you think about, when I say they, the police trying to slow you down or catch you speeding and that kind of thing. What are all mm -hmm. the different versions of radar? And I, I know I'm saying that wrong. My my technology's off. No, no, that's it's actually multiple bands. Uh, so so as you're talking about how how radar has evolved uh, over, I think since the late 70s. Uh, I'll, I'll say the late 70s when when we came out with uh, uh, Cincinnati Microwave, if you will, came out with a radar detector. But yeah. 
you know, so you basically have X, K, and KA band. Those are the three bands that, that have been used over the years. And when people ask me about like, well, you know, what is radar? It's, it's sound waves. You know, the easiest way is you're kind of thinking about a spectrum of um, uh, sound waves, if you will, is like AM radio, FM, and then you get into X and then you've got K, you've got KA. So it's just really increasing the frequencies is, is the higher frequencies. Those are really the different uh, radio waves that are used by the police. X-band isn't too heavily used these days. Um, you know, there's, to, to the best of my knowledge, let's say only a couple states uh, that still have it a little bit. And, you know, that's New Jersey and I think Ohio. Uh, I think there may be some local, you know, call it counties across the U.S. that may have it. And then uh, you may pick it up just as a matter of, of um, buildings and things like that, that that are using X-band. So sometimes I'll see that here in Illinois off the toll roads or near the airport. Um, you know, K-band is a very heavily trafficked band out there. And and when I say that, that's, you know, the collision avoidance systems that you have on your cars, blind spot monitoring, those are all operating in K-band. Automated doors at bank, grocery stores, those are all operating in K-band. And so um, that that's a pretty, pretty heavily used band out there in addition to the police. And then you'll typically find that KA is, again, depending on location across the U.S., KA is, is pretty heavily used as the newer type of technology. You know, anybody that's been uh, pulled over, let's say, police can actively run that from their dashboards and get your speed while they're driving behind you. Yeah. As you were talking a little yeah. bit about seeing the, the yeah. lights going off. So sure. those are typically the, the three those are the three bands that are used out there. And then LIDAR or laser basically is, is uh, compressed infrared light. And um, that's that comes in all different shapes and sizes as well out there too these days. One of the thoughts that I have about technology, because it's advancing so fast, and you hear this even with, let's say, cell phones. By the time you buy a new computer or cell phone, it's obsolete a year later. Now, that's a huge generalization <laughs> because I know people walking around with iPhone 5s that are saying, this works fine. I don't know <laughs> why you have to buy the 12, you know, $1,000 phone. But when you think about radar detectors and them being a good investment, uh, there's some common sense thoughts I have on that of why that word investment comes in. Well, it slows you down. Mm -hmm. It makes you safer driver. It can keep you from getting a speeding ticket, which will increase your cost of insurance and so forth. Uh, I like to just think of it as making you a safer, more aware driver. Uh, of course, that's the story I'm going to tell the officer that pulls me over, but uh, knock, <laughs> knock on wood, I haven't gotten a ticket in a long time. So there you go. I guess I'm getting smarter. Like I said, how do people determine when is the right time to get themselves a radar detector and how long can they, they think that investment is going to work for them for until they come up with some new way to tell you how to slow down? You know, they radar detectors, if you will, have, while they've evolved over the years, it's kind of akin, I guess, maybe the best way to describe this to you is like buying a car, buying tires, you, you know, you, you could get an entry level vehicle and, you know, $10,000, you know, you're getting what you pay for, so to speak. You hope you get a quality $10,000 car, but you're still buying a $10,000 car. And by comparison, if you're buying a $100,000 Porsche, again, it's, it's, it really depends on your driving style and your wants and needs is, is the way I describe that to people. So we have entry level product on on the Cobra side and, and very good quality product for you know people that are shopping at a certain budget range. And then uh, you know you you go up uh, if you will to more premium product like we have out there like the Max 360C or the Redline 360C. 
or even into our custom install units. And the custom install units are actually built into the car. Uh, and those tend to be the type of radar detectors that, you know, people that are love the aesthetics of their vehicles, if you will, love to have, you know, something not on the windshield, but actually built into the vehicle and hidden. Right. Yeah. Which is great, too, because one of the things, remember when the Garmin's came out before we had cell phones with maps and things in them, and that was one of the most highly stolen thing out of cars. You'd leave your Garmin connected to your windshield <laughs> and somebody break the window and walk away with it. And it's the same with radar detectors. You know, if you don't take that out of your window, that's an enticement for somebody to steal it. But if it's built into the car, they'll never know. It's it's hidden away, which is kind of cool. We have um, on our windshield mounted detectors on the escort side, for example, we've got what we call the easy mag mount. And it's actually a magnetic magnetic mount for the, the radar detectors. So it's actually easy to detach and take with you. Oh, so cool. we have yeah, a number of our users, if you will, to travel. Let's say now that we're you know, the world's kind of getting back to normal and, and you know, the road warriors are out there selling products in different states. A lot of our, our customers will basically take their radar detectors from their personal vehicles and take it with them into their rental cars. Oh, smart. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. 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 Very mobile. So not built in. Now are there ways to customize uh, an experience with your products? Yeah, we've got a lot of different ways to do that. It could be as simple as, let's say, the power supply that you have running into the radar detector. Mm-hmm. So we have uh, direct wires or direct wires with what we call smart cord. And smart cord basically has uh, the, the mute and mark button, if you will, that we use to identify you know, a threat or to, you know, quiet, a false alert. But, but you can run that basically right into your fuse panel uh, so that you don't have, let's say, that traditional cigarette lighter cord that's Oh, always dangling in down the way. from the device yeah. in front of you. Yeah. 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 So we have direct wires or uh, we also integrate with different products out there now. So, you know, Kenwood and JVC, we have the ability to uh, integrate into the head units and you can actually see all the alerts coming off your stereo system now, um, you know, versus looking up at the display or we, we have another party called Mid-City Engineering that we work with. And for certain vehicles, certain makes and models, it actually gets reported up through the, the gauge cluster. Um, So, you know, like Mercedes Benz and Porsche and Audi, for example, they have solutions around those vehicles. So, yeah, it's it's pretty nice. All sorts of different ways to go. Oh, this is very cool. You taught me some new things, too, because it's been a while since I've had a a radar detector in my vehicle, probably because I work from home and I don't drive anywhere anymore. So shame on me. But but, uh, but I've got to get back into this and learn a little bit more about it. I think it's it's uh, it's great. Now, you talked besides radar detectors, some other products that you sell? Well, we have we have dash cameras, as, as I mentioned. Right. Um, so we've, we've got a line of uh, dash cameras, our, our M1, for example, that uh, attaches to uh, a number of our radar detectors. So it actually goes onto that easy mag mount that I talked to you about and, and powers right into uh, the radar detector. So it, it's a small footprint. You don't have, you know, an extra product up on the windshield, so to speak, mounted mounted separately. We do have, you know, more comprehensive dash cameras and, and some new products coming out here this summer that are going to be pretty exciting uh, that cover, you know, basically the front and rear of the vehicle. You know, Wi-Fi applications, you're able to download uh, through our Drive Smarter app, you're able to download your video footage or get alerts, all that kind of good stuff. And certainly on our power, su- power side, if you will. Brand new products out there on the the inverter side. Um, so we're doing a lot of applications, truck drivers, if you if you will, like uh, the over the road haulers, mm-hmm. put the inverters in their vehicles and whatnot. So a lot of different applications, and of course, CB radios uh, is a big market for us still after all these still, years. Still, really, wow. You know, yeah, yeah, we still do a ton of business. I mean. The truckers love to use the CB radios, and as we like to say, it's the original social network. Yeah, they were. Um, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, so I didn't uh, know they were still, still, still even pretty- doing all that. 
Wow. And we do quite a bit with a lot of the off-roaders. You know, people that are basically going, I, you know, I'd say in the outback, but, you know, go, going out yeah. really away from cell phone service, mm-hmm. uh, having having a CB radio still keeps you connected out there. Ah, safe. That's cool. Can people learn about all your yeah. products at your website? Yeah, yeah. We've got two different product websites. So escortradar.com and cobra.com are the uh, two websites that we have to learn more about the products. Very cool. I'll make sure I put links to those, but they're easy to find. Escort Radar and Cobra, uh, well-known yeah. names in the industry for sure. I like to ask my guests a little bit about a mentor in your life, a driving inspiration, somebody who is really influential for you. Who would that be for you? So um, her name is Lori Putt. Uh, she might be surprised to hear her name on this <laughs> if, uh, if I, you know, when I said it, the like, but summer internship when I was working on my MBA in uh, 2007 and I was at Dow Chemical and uh, she was my, my boss, if you will. And, you know, one of the things that she actually started me down the path on was, was getting mentors, uh, mm-hmm. having mentors in your life, people mm-hmm. that you can consult with um, and, and really tap into. And she, she was great about it because, you know, she really challenged me to think differently about things. And, you know, she wasn't there for the answers. She was there to challenge me to, you know, find those answers, but, you know, kind of help guide, you know, how best to do that. Nice. So, um, yeah, okay. I think, I think really a lot of people don't know to go get mentors in this life. And, 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 you know, to me, it's like for high school students or college students, that's, you know, the soft skills that, that you don't really get taught until you have a job. That yes. would be one of the things I would say, go find some mentors, go, oh, go yeah. have some good people in your life. Oh, so important. We're going to take a short break. We come back. I'm going to ask about a big challenge that you face and how you dealt with that. So, uh, keep the radar detector on, watch the right foot and we'll be right back. <laughs> What began as a charitable car show has grown into the world's greatest collector car auctions, raising over $133 million for charitable organizations to date. For nearly 50 years, automotive enthusiasts from all over the world have enjoyed the Barrett-Jackson Collector Car Auctions, and I'm a huge fan. Regarded as the barometer of the collector car industry, their auctions are world-class lifestyle events where thousands of the world's most sought-after unique and valuable automobiles cross the block in front of a global audience, in person, on TV, or streamed online. Barrett-Jackson produces the world's greatest collector car auctions in Scottsdale, Arizona, Palm Beach, Florida, Las Vegas, Nevada, and new for 2021, Houston, Texas. The excitement of Barrett-Jackson auctions is contagious, and a unique experience is not to be missed. Barrett Jackson, the world's greatest collector car auctions. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual informed, reasoned opinion based on first-hand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code CARSYEAH when you subscribe, and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. 
So, Joe, let's talk about a big challenge, failure, obstacle, something you faced in your life, your career. It doesn't really matter. More importantly, what did you learn from that situation so that you could mentor someone out there who might be going through the same thing? You know, I am um, probably most recently the one of the biggest challenges is uh, I was laid off from a previous job. Uh, and, and never, never a comfortable situation to be put into. And, and obviously a lot of Americans went through this a year ago. Yeah. Um, you know, and for me, it was really about staying positive and, you know, a game of numbers, just keeping your nose to the grindstone, if you will, and, and keeping focused, um, developing uh, a plan to keep yourself organized and focused the, 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 while you're going through a situation like that. So, you know, for me, I did I did business strategy previously at Sears, as you mentioned, you know, for Sears Automotive. And so uh, that analytical side of me kind of kicks in right away and, and building plans, if you will, and, and having a vision and an approach. So whether or not it was a situation of me being laid off or, or I'm working on business cases for new products, that's that's basically what I'm, I'm constantly uh, looking at. So so being organized and staying positive, I think, is, is uh, a big part of working through any kind of challenge that you have out there. Oh, absolutely. And going back to your comment about mentors, those are the people to reach out to when something like that happens, whether it's something you caused or COVID caused or the world caused or the business or in some companies, they just decide, let's just get rid of that whole division. Sorry, guys, you're gone. Next, nothing personal, yeah. you know, <laughs> although it becomes very personal. And, and it does. And it, and, it, and it certainly feels like it. And, you know, it's one of those things that I think a lot of people, when when they go through that, feel like they failed. And you absolutely should not feel like that. You know, sometimes, you know, let's just say you're just not a good fit or vice versa. Even the company's not a good fit for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think that that positive spin and, and just, you know, be the best you can be and, you know, draw a line in the sand and start again. Right. I mean, that's I think that's what it's all about. Well, and I loved your your suggestion there. If that happens to any of you listeners out there, stay positive as best you can, which means take good care of yourself physically, mentally, uh, and stay focused. And that also goes along with staying busy. Don't sit around. Stay yeah. busy. Get busy. Find what you want to do, like what Cars has all about. Figure out something fun you want to do and make that your next career move for sure. I want to talk about a special vehicle in your life, Joe. Is there a special car in your past, truck, motorcycle? <laughs> <laughs> and what is it? So, uh, yeah, you can tell by the laugh here. Um, yeah. <laughs> my dad had a 1976 Cutlass Supreme. Okay. I absolutely loved that car. Uh, I, I dro drove like a teenager in it for what that's worth. My God, man, the, 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 the smell of a gas engine, you know, those, those big, uh, gas those big loose, and yeah. everything like that. Yeah. You know, back, back when, you know, you referred to it in cubic inches, basically, you know, that was, uh, that, that cutlass was, was something special. And I just always loved the shape of that car. I loved, you know, that's that year in particular. That's where they went to kind of the more square headlights on the front end. So that's, yeah, that, that's a special car for me. And I, I uh, certainly enjoyed driving it quite a bit. <laughs> well, the, the Cutlass Supreme, I mean, that car was multi-generational, really. It came out in 1966. And, uh, yeah. yeah, and, and lasted for a long time into the late nineties and went through a lot of different variations. But when I think about the first ones, we had a, my parents had an Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, which the front end looked very much like that Cutlass Supreme with those quad lights and, you know, the way, <laughs> you know, the way that thing was kind of designed. But, uh, 
That was a lot of car to wax too. Holy cow! A lot of sheet metal yeah, in that it was. thing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's what I did as, as tours for my father, if you will. We're, we're waxing the cars, right? So, oh gosh, he had uh, a '76 Cutlass and a '76 Ford LTD station wagon. Oh jeez. So, uh, oh gosh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly, eight miles per gallon, right? Four twenty-five yeah. under the hood. So, yeah, I go through a whole can of Simonize on those things, man. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Well, I'm gonna crawl on your head a little bit here, Joe. If you were a vehicle. Yeah. Manifest as a vehicle, what would you be and why? So you might laugh at this description here, but I would tell you Toyota Camry. Um, okay. Like a, a, a six-cylinder <laughs> Toyota Camry. And uh, and why I say that is, you know, I, I had a, a 2000 Camry uh, stick shift, if you will. It was kind of an oddball, but I loved driving it. But that thing was as dependable and low maintenance and reliable as you could get. Mm. And that's that's how I would view myself, <laughs> if you will. Just kind of keep going and keep going. Yeah, yeah. I 330,000 miles on that car and, and, you know, only had one issue with it eventually. The clutch wow. basically went bad on it. But, yeah, just uh, that's kind of how I look at myself manifested as a vehicle. Just, uh, again, dependable and, you know, in there for the long miles. You know, I'll tell you, I just had breakfast this morning with a past guest and a longtime friend of mine, Tim Morris. He owned German Master Tech down in Bend, Oregon. He was in town today, so we had breakfast uh, out in the harbor. And we t- were talking about cars and how longevities and great cars. And he mentioned, you know, he works on BMWs and Porsches. We both love those kind of sports cars. But he said, man, if you want a car that'll just last forever, buy a Toyota. And he mentioned a Toyota yeah. Camry. He said, they just, if you keep oil in them, they just go and go and go. And he said, 300, 350,000 miles. Easy. Yeah, I, I and I finally gave into the dark side, so to speak, and traded that in for my BMW, if you will. So that was, uh, and, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I've driven BMWs for 30 years. Uh, they've been great cars. And uh, the ones we've had, mm-hmm. at least, have been very, very reliable. Of course, I've got older BMWs on 04 and 05, X5 and an M3. But they've been great cars. Uh, now, I take exemplary care of my cars, and I always have them serviced probably more than I need to, but that's the other part of it, <laughs> is just taking care of them, right? Keeping, uh, yeah, amen. Keeping them uh, served. So, you know, we you talked earlier in our discussion here about mentors and so forth. What are some ways that you like to help people in the automotive sector uh, improve their lives? You know, these days, and I'd say kind of transitioning from sales over to the product development side, I try to be, and I don't do the greatest job of this just, you know, as we get busy throughout our day, but, you know, I do get customers that reach out to me and I try to be there directly with the customer. I mean, obviously we've got our, our customer support group that does a fantastic job, I think, trying to work with folks. Uh, sometimes you might get more technical related questions or, you know, people have some, some issues that they're trying to challenge, you know, troubleshoot through. And so, you know, I try to be directly connected with our consumers. And I was just going to say that came on the sales side. You know, I used to do a lot of trainings and, and I'd go to Porsche events and things like that. Uh, you know, the, the Porsche club events, if you will. And I spent a lot of time with customers in their cars, like helping them customize their detectors or educating mm-hmm. them on how they work. Yeah. Well, it's, I tell you, those are the great companies, the ones that can help you in those respects. And we've all encountered great companies like that, where they, the follow through the end after the sale help in areas is so, so great. And some companies aren't so good at it, but it's, it's so important for longevity and uh, companies like yours that realize the importance of that, especially on the technical side, because anyone who's getting into these things or puts them in high-end cars, uh, love technology and want to learn a lot of stuff about them as well. So I'm, I'm really happy to hear that. Is there a book you'd like to share? that you've read that you found to be real interesting or entertaining? 
You might find this one kind of interesting. It's called The Way of the Seal. It's written by a Navy SEAL, uh, ex, let me say, retired Navy SEAL, Mark Devine. And, um, you know, for me, I, I vary a lot of the books that I read from, you know, what I, what I like to call mind candy, right? Science fiction or fantasy or mm-hmm. uh, whatnot. But, uh, you know, I like to integrate in business books and, and this really is something that uh, I try to challenge myself to to always, you know, keep learning and, and how do I get better at different things, whether I'm tackling issues out there or uh, trying to develop those creative juices for new products, right? How do I create the, ne- the next game changer? Or, you know, if you're putting out uh, the, the fires that happen that day, right? Everybody in the business world out there, you get into work first thing in the morning and there's a forest fire happening already at that point. And this this book really, I think, is, is helped helping, uh, you know, I'm, I'm about halfway through it at the moment, but challenging me on in terms of, you know, when I need to, how, how can I think faster about things? Or how do you meditate on stuff a little differently before you respond too quickly on in other areas? So it's it's a great book so far. And I mean, just fantastic. Uh, what, what he learned from his time as a, as a Navy SEAL and how he's incorporated that now in his own business and in corporate America. Very cool. He also wrote uh, Unbeatable Mind, uh, another book yeah. by uh, Mark Devine. And there's been some great books written by ex-Navy SEAL folks. Uh, another one is Thomas Shea's Unbreakable, which is another uh, great book out there. And uh, uh, also uh, Jocko Wilnink. Will, Will, Willink. <laughs> His name is tough to say. Uh, Jocko, I just call him Jocko. He's uh, got some great books too, Leadership Strategy and Tactics, A Field man- Manual, and uh, some of the other books that uh, he's written. So a lot of great lessons learned by uh, Navy SEALs. So uh, incredible group of people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I They actually inspired me for uh, cycling and whatnot of all things, right? You know, yeah. when I think of like the Ironman triathlons and, and I just thought, uh, you know, you're never, you're never too old to try to put some of these things into practice. No, my son-in-law's uh, one of those Iron Man guys, and uh, <laughs> I'm just like, man. In fact, <laughs> when he and my daughter went on their honeymoon, they had a ten-day honeymoon in Yucatan, and the last day of the honeymoon, he did an Iron Man competition, and <laughs> and that was after three days of having dysentery from eating some bad fish down there. <laughs> I'm like, you are nuts. I don't know how you do it, but he's yeah, he's an animal. So uh, uh, kudos to him. Uh, great admiration for him and uh, people that compete in those competitions because it is all in the head all in the head yeah yeah it's incredible we'll take one more short break we come back we're going to go on the ultimate drive no doubt while we're on this drive you're going to be protected by a cedar electronics radar detector from escorter cobra so uh we'll be covered we'll be right back how did you discover your path to a fulfilling life too many young people flounder in finding an education and a career that fits but for those who have a passion for cars trucks and motorcycles and who love working with their hands, problem-solving, and fixing things, a career as a professional auto technician is incredibly rewarding. Cars yeah is pleased to team up with TechForce Foundation, our charity of choice in bringing scholarships, technical education, and hands-on experience to young people so they can discover a possible future. Join me and lend your support by visiting techforce.org today. Okay, we're back. Let's go on this ultimate drive, which means you get to pick any vehicle in the world, any person or people to be with, living or deceased. Uh, what does this ride look like for you? Where are you going to be? What are you going to be driving in? So um, my, my dream car, if you will, for this, for this magic wand uh, opportunity would be an Aston Martin DB11. Ooh, okay, nice. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I just that that is just one of the sexiest cars to me. Um, and uh, 
I don't know if you're a Rush fan or not, but uh, I, you know, grew up. I'm just a total uh, Rush fan, if you will. And oh, Neil yeah. Peart, who recently passed away, was a was yeah. a big uh, car aficionado, and um, I I would I would ride with him. I would take a drive out with Neil. That would be very interesting. Yeah. What? what yeah. What kind of things would you ask him about? Because wasn't he a bit of a adventurer? He would take drives to different shows and things versus the bus or the plane and kind of go out and do things. Am I, have I got him right? I think he, he liked to do yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. He'd take, he, once upon a time it was cycling and, you know, he'd take his road bike, if you will. And uh, as he got into motorcycles, I think he had a BMW that he used to ride uh, in between shows. And um, yeah, you know, I just, um, you know, when you, when you graduate, let's say is, is kind of a, a younger kid kind of infatuated about a band. And then, you know, as you, you learn about people, he, he became just a, a big inspiration because this guy just consumed books like nobody's business. I mean, just super well-read. And, um, you know, I think for me, there would be some aspects in the conversation of like, what books did he find inspiring? And, uh, you know, what, what, what he was really into, like what inspired him to read like new books or, you know, whatnot. And, um, the other thing was cycling, you know, I, I had read one of his books, if you will, about uh, uh, riding a bicycle, if you will, across Africa. And, and that actually inspired me uh, about 15 years ago to get into cycling. And a lot of century bike rides later, you know, I'm still hammering away on that bike. So, nice. but yeah, those are, those are probably some of the conversations uh, I'd probably love to talk to him about. I think that'd be cool. Have you seen, they just unleashed this, the new Aston Martin Valhalla? I have not. Go check it out. The Valhalla, V A L H A. Yeah, something more to entice you with. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it. They just released. I just saw this morning actually on social media, um, like eight hours ago or something. But it's called the Valhalla. Pretty insane looking thing. But it, it's a you know a version of this whole since the Vantage came out of all these cars and how beautiful they are. I mean, they're just gorgeous, gorgeous vehicles. So uh, yeah, the DB11. Well, and I. I had recently even seen that, uh, I guess, um, Neil's car collection is being auctioned off, I think, for charity or something like oh, that. Oh, really? And, uh, okay. Oh, God, did he have... I mean, <laughs> I, I, nice I never... I, I, yeah, a friend of mine sent me this article, and the, the cars he had as part of that collection are just gorgeous, so... There you go. Just got to write a big check. That's all it's going to take. <laughs> That's it. That's it. It's pretty easy. Well, you've given us a wonderful ride today. And Joe, and I want to thank you for connecting with us. This has been really fun. I want to do a shout out. Thank you to Paige Griffiths from 360 PR. She's the one that introduced me to Joe. Uh, they bring me some great guests here. So great job, Paige. Before I let you go, though, could you leave us with maybe a parting thought of wisdom, a mantra, some success quote, maybe? Yeah, you know, I'll go back to we were talking on the mentoring and, and challenges in life. And one of my favorite quotes is from uh, Nelson Mandela. And it you know, basically says part of being optimistic is keeping one's head pointed toward the sun and one's feet moving forward. Ah, yeah. You know, so yeah. stay. Yeah. I, I, you know, just for me, it's it's uh, stay positive stay optimistic and, and you can make anything you want happen in this life. You know, I've, I had a talk with somebody once about they were ha going through a rough patch and I mentioned that quote and they said, well, when things are falling all around you, how on earth do you become optimistic? And uh, I said, be grateful for what you have. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. simple. The take minute, stock of. Yeah, take stock. Yeah. The minute you remind yourself of what you're grateful for, no matter how simple, it could be the meal before you that moment, it's impossible to be pessimistic at that moment. Because you're being optimistic yeah. and grateful. So just be grateful. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Very yeah, cool. whether, whether you think of friends or family that you depend on, there's a lot. Yeah, and you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, that's, that's really the key piece is look at the things you do have and, and build upon that. 
Yeah. My dad used to say uh, as he was aging, and I lost him four years ago, and he had a, a pretty tough disease he went through the last months of his life. But he used to say, you know what? Every day I wake up on the top side of the dirt is a great day. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I always remember that. You know, anytime I get up and I might not feel so great, I remember dad's dad's words of optimism. You know, it's a great day. I'm on the, I'm on the right side of the dirt. <laughs> so there you go. What's the best way, again, for people to learn more about your products? Well, they could go to the websites we talked about before, uh, either escortradar.com or cobra.com, or if you're looking at social media, uh, you know, we have a Cedar Electronics page up on Facebook or twitter.com going through Cedar Electron. There you go. I'll make sure I put links to all those on Joe's show notes page. Just go to carsyad.com, type in Joe or Joe Sherabondi. Uh, unique last name, but uh, there's a few Joes, but you'll find them there. And you can learn all about these products and get your hands on one and be a safer driver and have a better experience out there on the road as things open up for all of us. Thank goodness. Joe, thanks for being so generous today with your time and your expertise for a great talk. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thanks for having me, Mark. Loved it. You're welcome. This was fun. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.